0: this is live hello everybody the this is coming to you the day after the inauguration of a new president and though i did not vote for him i do wish him well because if he does good for the country we all benefit that should be so obvious as not to be necessary to be stated but i state it nevertheless i do have my worries and i will i will get to them in a moment but There's one huge theme I want to discuss that was made in uh, the president, that is President Biden's address that I need to cover, and that is the call for unity. But before I do that, I want to mention one other thing that actually did disturb me, and that is the, the video and the pictures of President Biden in the Oval Office, the president's office, signing executive orders, wearing a mask. The reason it disturbs me primarily is that he has been vaccinated. He has gotten, in fact, both doses. So is the message that even if you are vaccinated, you will still have to wear a mask? Then what is the point of the vaccination? I don't think that people understand. In fact, I'm certain people don't understand, not all people, the people who mandate masks, like Dr. Fauci, who wants us to wear them even after the vaccination, we're told, will be so much the answer to the COVID problem. They don't appreciate the social human price paid by widespread mask wearing. So let me let me make this as clear as I know how to. When I have been uh, in the Muslim world and I have been in many Muslim countries, and women have walked by, veiled, my my reaction was deep sadness that people, or almost in many cases half the population, is invisible. When you wear a mask. You are invisible that that's that's the point of a mask. i mean, obviously there's a health point in this case But that is the point Thieves wear masks, right? They don't want to be seen when they hold up a bank, for example, at least in the movies and I I have a, a I have a, a deep realization and so should you of the human price we pay of Americans walking around not seeing one another i watch people a great deal i am what they call a people watcher and one of the things i have loved about americans and i have talked about this and i've talked about this to many foreigners and remember i've been to 130 countries i have a pretty large base upon which to compare civilizations societies etc In Very few societies do strangers talk to other strangers as much as in America Strangers kid around with strangers. It is not uncommon now. I love to talk to strangers I am as I have as much fun with strangers as I do with friends I I it's sort of a challenge to me to make every elevator ride fun by by Just joking around in some way with the people who were stuck with me in the elevator for a minute or 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 two minutes or whatever length the ride is and They always react well. They they love that somebody's kidding around When I have been to many european countries, you don't see that. I mean, there's no knock against uh, any given group people have different characteristics Germans don't kid around with other Germans uh, uh, the way Americans kid around with other Americans, for example. It's just, it's just not their style. I think Italians might uh, uh, more regularly, and it depends. Is everything okay? Wow, he's up. Uh, I, I've now lost you all. <laughs> I, I can compete with any, any human, but I can't compete with Otto. You're boy. you're the man. He is, he is very special, as you, as you all know. Anyway, to the extent that you can continue to listen to me, uh, uh, this is a terrible price paid. I watch now, and I look at Americans outside stores, for example. No one's talking to anyone. It, it is incomparably different. If Americans were, were standing in a line to get into a store prior to uh, masks, prior to COVID, they, there's no question people would have been talking to other people. Now, not one person. I watched for minutes. Not one stranger talked to another stranger. Maybe if a family was together, they would talk to each other, but no one else did. And everybody was looking at their phone, or staring out. They, they, there was a terrible price paid for masks. If we are going to be asked to wear masks, after vaccination, uh, then we're talking about uh, a, 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 an almost idiosyncratic, eccentric response. Look, I don't think that they should be worn outside in general. In any event, there is no scientific basis for it uh, I- indoors when you're close to people. I'm not going to deal with that now. And I do when I go into a store or or pick up something at a restaurant. I do put it on as a courtesy to others. Uh, frankly, I'm not particularly convinced of their efficacy, but that's a completely separate question. The whole point of a vaccination is that you are protected from the virus. If we still have to wear a mask, when will that end? And if you say, well, the mask is only 95%, of, uh, excuse me, the, uh, the, the, uh, the vaccine is only 95% effective. Okay, well, let, let's hope it's more than 95% effective. But in, in, if that is the case, then there will never be an end to mask wearing. Society will have paid a permanent price. We never had this in the past with all the viruses of the past. So watching the president sit there this this was this uh, for half the country was a beautiful message look at how responsible the president is to me it was an irresponsible message look at that the vaccine won't matter that was the message remember president biden has both doses of the vaccine now on to the theme or a theme of the president the new president's inauguration address He mentioned unity constantly. Unity, unity. At one time he actually said, unity, unity. We must be united. We are are an American people. Let's be united. And, of course, uh, people reacted. Many people in America reacted uh, almost with tears, being so moved by uh, his calls for unity so i want to throw some cold water on this not because i don't want unity but i don't call for unity and i'll explain why let me tell you where i learned (coughs) the naivete inherent to all calls for unity i began radio 35 years ago and i did a show in los angeles california on the abc radio network in california And it was called Religion on the Line. It was an unbelievably popular show, even though it was about religion. It was actually the most widely listened to show, not because of me. I inherited a very popular show. I may have made it more popular, but it already was when I got it. So I'm not taking credit. I'm just telling you how popular it was. And each week there would be a priest, minister, and rabbi, Catholic priest, Protestant minister, and a Jewish rabbi. And different ones each week and I did this for 10 years so every so often the Catholic priest or the Protestant minister would say you know I just I pray for Christian unity this division Protestant Catholic this is this is not what Christ had in mind we should just all all be uh, united as Christians and it sounded very beautiful So I would ask the Catholic priest or the Protestant minister who said that, okay, well, so for example, if I, if it was the, let's say it was the priest, would you be prepared to give up uh, the Bishop of Rome as the Pope of the church? And all that entails uh, the belief that the Pope is the Vicar of Christ on earth. And in order to have unity with protestants it said no 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 i'm not going to give up the the papacy and then i would ask the the the, the protestant would you be prepared for the sake of unity to take on uh, the catholic belief the catholic sacraments or 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 the, the belief that the pope is the vicar of christ on earth well no i mean that, that's just not part of my theology So I realized very early on the Catholic wanted christian unity on the basis of catholicism and the protestant wanted christian unity on the basis of protestantism and the same with the jews the the orthodox rabbi conservative rabbi reform rabbi oh it'd be so beautiful if all jews were united and then i'd say oh okay so are you prepared to take on orthodox practices well not really and the orthodox rabbi are you are you prepared to to take on non-orthodox practices such as x y or z oh no of course not So (laughs) I realized they were all well-intentioned, but they were meaningless. That's why I call it naive. They were just meaningless. Oh, let's all unite. You know what people mean when they say let's all unite on my terms. That's why it's dishonest. That's why it's not meant to be dishonest. I'm sure President Biden was totally sincere, just as the, the, the clergy were sincere. The rabbis were sincere the priests were sincere the, the ministers were sincere but it means nothing nothing i dennis would love all americans to be united on what i believe we should unite on and i tell you exactly what it is the american trinity e pluribus unum and god we trust liberty the three the three components of the american trinity as i have defined it as i've called it i haven't defined it i call it that i got that from every coin coins have the american trinity on them liberty e pluribus unum from many one that's what E pluribus unum means from many one that is the dream that we all identify as americans and we all take on these basic beliefs of liberty and in god we trust now i however don't call for this because i i I, I'm, i'm not a child Children believe in this utopian ideal, we'll all be united. I I work for it, but I don't call for it. So uh, please, you know, when, when all of the, you folks who are progressive or liberal or whatever the term you wish to use, and you love to hear the president's call or even some conservatives, oh, let's unite, it sounds so sweet, but it's meaningless. Because it's all, let's unite on my progressive terms. And the second reason, and this is a more negative one, the second reason that I, uh, I, I dismiss it, the first was it's naive and childish uh, and, and, and somewhat narcissistic because I want everybody to unite on my values. The other one is nobody disunites America as much as, as the folks on the left. <laughs> They're the ones who divide us by race. Not conservatives conservatives don't give a damn about race the, the people who go around saying every white is is a is a racist Every white is a white supremacist color matters They're calling for unity. Oh That's what calls for a vomit bag. I mean that that's that's nausea making there we conservatives believe in one American family because we don't give a damn about color The color of your skin is as important as the color of your hair or the color of your shoes but to the to the democrats and the left which are indistinguishable now oh that's really important so this is a gay american and this is a hispanic american and this is a black american and this is a white american and this is an asian american and this is the crowd calling for unity That's really phony Okay So much for the calls for unity All right, time for questions We're not taking a pre-video question Because this is live today And let's see what has come in All right, also live that have already just come in Mm -hmm. Wow So I don't have a clue what's on here (laughs) What color are your shoes? Look at that, that is awesome The first question (laughs) there's no reason to see my shoes my shoes are indistinguishable from boats michael where is michael not saying from where just because it's a live one they just put in hey dennis how do you feel about the executive order so transgender women could play sports against biological women that's right this is this is the this is what's called progressive so now you can have biological men compete against biological women. This is called fair and liberated. We have a video on this uh, su- uh, on this whole subject, with a young woman, a sixteen-year-old girl, uh, who uh, participated in high school sports in in Connecticut. She's a great runner, but she she uh, she won. Many many races until these biological men who said they are women and I'm not denying that they feel they're women And I respect that I couldn't care less. That's fine with me. You just can't race against biological women. That's cheating I'm against cheating The transgender cause does not trump Sorry for the verb does not trump cheating if you have a male body And you are competing in track or almost any other sport against a woman. You are cheating, period. And if you can't say that, it shows you how corrupted dialogue has become, morally corrupted and rationally corrupted in America. Okay, let's see. Cody, 26, San Diego. Hello, Dennis and four-legged partner. It's you. In the crazy times we are in right now, I have found comfort in studying the weekly Torah portions. This is obviously from a Jewish viewer. Uh, By the way, I trust you're reading my my Torah commentary, my Bible commentary, the Rational Bible, which I have now been 24-7 trying to finish volume three. It's the hardest thing I have ever done in my life, this Bible commentary, but it is my legacy. Because... If the Bible is properly explained, people will take it seriously. If it is not properly explained, they won't take it seriously. I find it amusing right now we are diving deep into Exodus and the plagues. That's in the readings in the the synagogues. All right. let's see here. Do you think the Exodus story is applications for us right now? I use your Exodus commentary Oh, it's one of my my study guides. I love it. I'm glad do I think the Exodus story is applications? Oh god, do I that's why I wrote a commentary on the book of Exodus Without going through uh, 500 pages. Let me uh, and that shouldn't be intimidating. It's written very uh, nicely uh, in terms of, of how it looks and very concisely, believe it or not, for all its words. But anyway, yeah, I'll give you, I'll give you one big one. The the uh, biblical teaching is is awesome. The Israelites, the Jews, if you will, the ancient Jews, are freed from Egypt, but they're not free. Getting free from being a slave. Was only part one of the liberation of the Israelites part two took place after that at Mount Sinai when they got the Ten Commandments we are enslaved we human beings by two possible masters an external or an internal usually no not usually because well, yeah, usually in history, both. The external master is the guy wielding the whip and for whom you have to work as a slave. When the Jews were liberated from Egypt, they were liberated from external masters. But every one of us has internal masters. The most obvious being, let's say, the drug addict. They're not free. The very term addict means you're not free. You're enslaved. You're a slave to your addiction. Life consists of two forms of freedom, from external masters and internal masters. Most people are not liberated from the second. So that's the great that's the great point. That is why. I'm such an advocate of the Ten Commandments. When you learn how to control yourself, you're free. Nobody has the freedom of the person who has self-control. If you see a great dancer, a man or a woman who could do incredible things with their body when they dance, do you know how much self-discipline it took to get to that point where they could do that with their body? Now, who's freer the person who watched tv all those years or the person who self disciplined with dance and gymnastics etc of course the the second one is much freer the first one did what he or she wanted played video games watched movies etc the first one did not do what he or she wanted and worked and worked and worked but the end result is one is a lot freer than the other. Okay, let's see. Are there things being added while I'm talking? No, I was just curious because I see a repeat. Okay, fine. Uh, Dave, do you think the liberal Democrats in office now will try to go after PragerU? I mean, try to shut you down. Yes, I, I do think that. I don't know if they will be successful. But uh, please read my most recent column, The Fact of This Week. It's at DennisPrager.com, TownHall.com, American Greatness, Daily Wire, Jewish World Review, and many other places. And Town Hall, of course, is where it starts. If I didn't mention Town Hall. And my column is Why the Left Must Suppress Speech. And the answer is very simple. The left always suppresses speech. Liberals don't. The left does. Always make that distinction. And the reason they do is if there is dissent, the left is never successful. That's the reason. We we conservatives don't care if there's dissent. It doesn't occur to us to shut down anybody else. It, it, It truly doesn't occur to us. But it is intrinsic to leftism not to have dissent when, when I or, you know, any of the conservatives you've heard of, Ben Shapiro, Dave Rubin, um, Heather McDonald, you know, they're, they're, I'm just giving off the top of my head, go to a campus. Why did they, they try to make it impossible for us to come to a campus or protest tremendously I mean, when Ben Shapiro went to Berkeley, they, what do they have, $600,000 in security? Is that, isn't that absurd? Just absurd? Anyway, why? They know that in one hour an articulate conservative can undo three years of brainwashing at, at college or high school or wherever it, it takes place because it's so intellectually shallow what our colleges have become that's why and the left knows this that's why they almost never agree to appear on my radio show even though i'm extremely polite to everyone i have on whether they i agree with them or not so we are a threat because we're rational moral decent and articulate at prager u that's what those videos are about and it drives them crazy they're afraid of a five-minute video. They control all of the mainstream media. They control virtually every college, every high school, every elementary school. They control the movies. They control television. They control sports. And they're still afraid of a five-minute video. Pretty interesting and inevitable. Oh, doke, let's see here. Alejandra in wellington florida 25 years old as a venezuelan i have never thought experiencing the exact same feeling in america as if i were still living under a communist and totalitarian regime how is it possible to revert the damage the left has caused to the american society my family and i are very grateful for all you do to fight against socialism you know, I know a lot of people who came from uh, communist countries to this, to this country. They can't believe what they're watching. The freest country in the world is getting closer to what they fled than to what America was when they came. It's mind-blowing. I mean, the statistics are staggering. 50% of young people, if, is it true? Maybe you watching, would, you would know better than I. of American young people think it's okay to uh, To censor speech if it's quote-unquote hate speech Isn't that amazing that was never true in America 99% of young people 50 years ago thought you can't censor any speech When I was a kid Nazis real honest-to-goodness Nazis marched through Skokie, Illinois they picked a, a Jewish neighborhood of Holocaust survivors just because there were sadists to stick the swastika in the face of people whose families were exterminated by Nazis. And everybody said they have a right to do that. This is America. The most despicable people in the world have a right to free speech. That was the belief in America all through its history. But now that the left is taking over, it's not just despicable people they censor. They just censor anybody they differ with. And 50% of young people, having gone to college and high school, where they're taught this, yeah, well, it's hate speech, it's hate speech. Well, so what, the, so what is free speech for? It means you're only for free speech for speech you agree with. <laughs> Everything else you call hate speech, censor it. That's what they're doing. That is the end of America as we know it. The single most important freedom in life is speech otherwise you're really just an animal you eat and you drink and you sleep and you work and you have sex but you don't speak you're reduced to the level of an animal without free speech what's our timing we're going to go a little over we're going to go a little over but what is our timing um we're almost at a half hour do i have an internal Uh, clock or what yeah You know, it's very funny in life. The the trivia you could get proud of. Uh, I'll just leave it at that. Okay, let's see. Anne, how can we get the younger generation back to conservatism? It's not even conservatism, just back to... um, I don't care if you're a liberal. It's back to American values of openness and tolerance and free speech and uh, and not dividing Americans by race. That's 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 what we're getting back to. That's right. How do we do it? It's very simple. Education screwed them up. Education will fix them. So that's why we exist. That's why we have all the things we do with PragerU is to offer people this beautiful rational alternative to the left. I don't care if you come out a liberal I just care that you leave the left because that's totalitarian, always has been. It's a real danger. It's a very real danger. It's why the Venezuelan is so upset. Who runs Venezuela, the right or the left? Trisha 29, Boston, Massachusetts. Dear Mr. Prager, how can we Americans unify when there are individuals who say they welcome differences in opinion and then to proceed to cancel or to instantly call one out for being racist. Uh, that's that's the question, isn't it? Well, we can't unify. That's the whole point. <laughs> you can't call uh, all whites racist and say, "But let's unify." Who wants to unify with a racist anyway? One of the great absurdities of history: all whites are racist, and no black can be a racist. I was taught that in the '70s when I went to graduate school. I remember hearing that. The teacher said that a black cannot be a racist. I don't understand that. What do you mean? Racism is a universal evil. So it is it is only possible for a white to be evil or at least evil in that form? That's racist. That's the that's the irony. Only whites could be racist is racist. How do we respectfully get their attention and open up a conversation or even get our friends and families to listen without immediately shutting us out. They do immediately shut you out because they cannot deal with an argument, a rational, I don't mean yelling argument or fight, just a rational debate. That's why they don't debate. I have opened my my radio show to any columnist at the New York Times. And the only one who has ever debated me at the New York Times, he wrote a piece uh, against me, very politely. I wrote one against him in the New York Times. He invited me onto the New York Times Facebook page we debated there is is Brett Stephens. But Brett Stephens, who was a never-Trumper, is essentially the one non-leftist at the New York Times. And he was the only one who agreed to debate me. They have like 50 columnists they don't debate any of us I don't blame them but please that's why you're that's why you're they shut you up because they won't they don't have the intellectual ammunition I don't that doesn't mean they're stupid many of them are very bright but they don't have it they don't have the rational basis for their arguments it's not a rational argument that all whites are racist or that America is systemically racist. By the way, the, 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 Joe Biden wants to unite America and, and talks about white supremacists. He's going to clamp down. Have you ever met a white supremacist? Hey, I'm not a young guy. I haven't met one in my life. If you're a white supremacist, send me a, send me an email. Like I'd like to talk to you. It's, a, it's like... It's a made up stuff. It's just made up stuff. There are white supremacists, but they are not a threat to this country. The left is a threat to this country. It's also another question on this subject. Sela, 28, Tucson, Arizona. With the divisiveness on both sides of the aisle, is there anything young conservatives can do to help both sides see what they have in common as opposed to just casting blame? Is unity out of reach at this point? Well, that's why I devoted so much time to the question of unity. Anybody who says all whites are racist or that race is important is is anti unity? I mean, there's, what what are we going to unite on? Gee, you're right. I really am a scumbag. I mean, that's really what what these people are asking the, the people that they don't agree with to say to them. Sorry, I don't think that that's uh, that's in the cards, as they say. Mehedia twenty six, Huntertown, Indiana. How do we protect free speech? because it is at the heart of democracy. That's right, it is the heart of democracy. Democracy without free speech is not a democracy. You may have the vote, but if you can't hear what the other side has to say, the vote is meaningless. And can you speak to the double standard shown in politics and why it only seems the people outside the beltway can see this is a problem for American society? That's what we call the swamp. That's a very serious problem all right everybody let's see i think we'll uh we'll call it a day a lot of the questions are are on the are are in fact on the subjects that i've covered so i hope this has been a help and i want to end with what i began not i discussed the unity if if there is a position that people should wear masks after they've been vaccinated? Well, that's a very bleak future for society and that's not science-based. That's, that's fanaticism-based. It depressed me to see President Biden with a mask on, a man who's just been vaccinated. There is a, there is a, there is a case against better safe than sorry because sometimes too safe and you'll be really sorry you end up losing your life in the name of being safe and that's what i fear is happening when americans aren't talking to each other any longer the friendliest people in the world in many ways because of the mask it's a big price see you next week thanks Thank you for watching this video. To keep PragerU videos free, please consider making a tax-deductible donation.